Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. And very pleasant. Good morning, everybody. It's always good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night at Petco Park out in San Diego, the Marlins opened up a four-game weekend series against the Padres. Jesus Lazardo went opposite of the veteran right-hander Nick Martinez. And with the recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. Welcome back to Petco Park in San Diego for the Marlins. Not only a fifth straight loss, but a fourth loss in a row by a single run. Two on the final tonight as San Diego opens this four-game series with the victory for the Marlins' disappointing start to the seven-game road trip, which will also take them to Phoenix for three beginning on Monday. Nick Martinez and Jesus Luzardo were the starters here tonight, and this is one of the rare games in Major League Baseball in 2022 where both starting pitchers pitched into the seventh inning. Martinez was terrific. Luzardo... A couple of mistakes against Manny Machado. Outside of that, he was really, really good tonight. After Martinez at the Marlins, 1-2-3 in the first. Luzardo struck out the first two men in the bottom of the first, Nola and Cronenworth, but with two outs and nobody on, he had to pitch to Manny Machado. Hitting 365, beginning play tonight, and he hammers the first pitch deep to center field. Way back Sanchez, dead center at the wall, can't get it. Home run Machado, his sixth of the season. And the Padres strike first, it's 1-0. One of the themes on the night for the Marlins was great defensive work. And in the second inning, down 1-0, Luzardo allowed leadoff single to Eric Hosmer. He came back, struck out Ha-Sung Kim for the first out, and then faced the former Marlin, Jorge Alfaro. There's a ball ripped. And a diving play at third by Wendell, who's left his second one. Jazz to first. What a double play. Look out, Joey. That was an optical illusion. I thought that ball was by Wendell, but he snared it somehow. Got it to Jazz. Quick turn, and Alfaro, who runs well, is out at first. 5-4-3. What a play to end the inning. We went to the top of the third. one nothing San Diego. Marlins got back-to-back hits to begin the third inning. Singles from Miguel Rojas and... Peyton Henry after Jazz Chisholm and a fly ball to center at the end of a nine-pitch at bat. Marlins had two on, one down for their hottest hitter in recent days, Jesus Aguilar. The 2-2. Aguilar shoots it back up the middle, a base hit into center field. They'll wave Rojas around third. He's coming home. Grisham throws in towards second base. It's an RBI single for Aguilar and a tie game, 1-1 in the third. Marlins would manage only two more base runners the rest of the night, though after the Aguilar single in the third inning, even the score. And in the bottom of the fourth, Manny Machado unevened the score with one more big swing. On 1-1, that's driven a long way. Left center, 
And for the second time in as many at-bats, Manny Machado has left the building. 2-1 Padres. It would stay 2-1. More great Marlins defense. Hassan Kim leading off the fifth inning, sent a drive to the wall in left. Jorge Soler, a terrific catch, crashing into that fence. Luzardo would uh, get through that fifth inning unscored upon, would get through the sixth inning unscored upon, and would start the seventh in a 2-1 game. Padres leading Eric Hosmer, walked leading off the seventh, and Luzardo was pulled at that point. Marlins brought Anthony Bass on, and Bass was able to pitch out of that seventh inning, stranding Hosmer at second base. So for Luzardo tonight, six innings plus of three-hit, two-run ball. He walked three, struck out seven, allowed a couple of home runs through 98 pitches, 63 strikes. On the other side, Nick Martinez, seven innings, just four hits and one run, walked one fan, 402 pitches, 71 strikes. In the eighth inning, Luis Garcia allowed a two-out single to Jazz Chisholm. He stole second, so the Marlins had the tying man in scoring position. And they got the man up there they wanted, Jesus Aguilar, but Aggie lined to left, ending the threat. A one-for-four night for Aguilar with the only Marlins RBI. In the bottom of the eighth, Anthony Bender came out and tried to keep it a two-to-one game. He walked leadoff man Austin Nola. Then he allowed a uh, single to Jake Cronenworth. So the Padres had two on with nobody out and a chance to maybe put some distance between themselves and the Marlins with Machado coming to the plate again. There's a chop ball toward Jazz. Has it, steps on second. Out on a close play to first double play. Close at second, close at first. 4-3 on the double play. Wow. Nice acrobatic play. Beautifully turned by Jazz Chisholm. Because the Marlins were shifted, he was to the left of second base. Miguel Rojas was to his right, so Jazz had to take that himself, about four steps to the back to force out Cronenworth. And then with Cronenworth arriving just about the time Jazz stepped on the back, he elevated, and uh, in avoiding the slide of Cronenworth, was still able to get enough on his throw to throw out Machado, so a terrific double play. That would be it for Anthony Bender. With Jerks and Profar coming up, Stephen Okert came on to turn Profar around, have him hit right-handed. Okert walked Profar and then pitched Derek Hosmer, who was the victim of one more great defensive play by the Marlins. Pitch on the way, up the middle, Miggy diving play to his left, has it, gets up, throws the first, Hosmer's out. What a defensive play by Miguel Rojas. An absolute frozen rope. Wow, he was shaded way up the middle. He was on the first base side, a second on the outfield grass when he dove for that ball, and he throws Hosmer out. The fourth splendid defensive play in this game by the Marlins. But they went to the ninth, still trailing the Padres 2-1. to one. Taylor Rogers, the closer, who had not allowed a run this year, came on looking for his 11th save of the season. He leads the league. He struck out Jorge Soler. He struck out Jesus Sanchez. And with Garrett Cooper to fly ball to right. Game one of this series belonged to San Diego. For the Padres, two runs, five hits, no errors, six left. For the Marlins, a run on five hits, no errors. They strand four. Nick Martinez, the winning pitcher, 2-2. Two and two. Jesus Luzardo, the loser, 2-2. Two and two. Taylor Rogers, save number 11. Time of the ball game, 2 hours, 50 minutes, in front of 31,034 on a Thursday night in San Diego. Padres are 17-9 with the victory. 7-4 here at home. They've won seven of their last nine games. 
As for the Marlins, well, they fall below 500 at 12 and 13. Now six and six on the road after that seven-game winning streak. Marlins now have dropped their last five in a row. Marlins pitchers in this game combined for eight strikeouts. The Marlins and Auto Nation again partnering in 2022 to work to try to strike out cancer in our community. Every time Marlins pitcher records a strikeout, Marlins are going to donate $25 to Auto Nation's Drive Pick Initiative. So eight strikeouts tonight. It's an additional $200 headed to the cause for the season. Now 224Ks by the Marlins staff. $5,600 to Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative. Another tough loss for the Marlins. That's five in a row. They've got to find a way to stop it later tonight out here in San Diego when Sandy Alcantara goes opposite of you, Darvish. But let's first hear from Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the 2-1 loss last night. Donnie, obviously not the result that you wanted, but how important was this start for not only Luzardo but for your bullpen? Jesus has been good all year. I don't know how important it was for him to pitch like this. He's been kind of pitching like this all year for me. Um, it was good for our bullpen, definitely. Didn't didn't have to really use a bunch of guys. So, yeah, from that standpoint, it was good. Just the two, the two home runs from Machado with a guy like that who's been so hot, does he want to just be a little bit more careful with someone like him? I think that would be the the right words. You just want to be more, more careful. <laughs> I mean, you know, a guy like that, he's, he handles a lot of different pitches and a lot of different parts of the zone. But right now he's swinging so good. Uh, not a guy that we really want to you know, throw the ball in the middle of the plate to at all. For the offense, uh, what did Martinez do tonight to keep him quiet? A lot of breaking balls, a lot of breaking balls, a lot of change-ups. For me, hide, you know, he's kind of one of those guys who's going to hide the fastball. He's going to throw it enough, but he didn't really want to throw it over. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of off speed where he's not really going to give in and, and throw your fastballs to hit. A lot of really nice defensive plays tonight. How important was that to just keep you guys in it? No, it was a good game. You know, other than and not coming out on top, you know, it was a pretty clean game on both sides. It was, you know, well pitched on both sides, which didn't, you know, obviously from our standpoint, we didn't do enough to, to win a game. With Lozardo, I mean, talk so much about seeing him, you know, be more consistent, string together a couple, you know, you know, through five starts, it seems like he's done pretty well. Yeah, he's been great. You know, I don't think, um, you know, we can't complain about Jesus or anything he's done. Um, you know, I think one of the starts he might give up some runs. But for the most part, all spring, all season, he's been ahead in the counts, throwing strikes, using all his pitches. I mean, there's really nothing uh, at this point that, you know, Jesus is He's going to continue to get better uh, as he goes. Um you know, in his career and, and through the year. But, I mean, there's nothing that, that he's doing right now that you you could ask for much more. You mentioned pregame that a lot of the offense coming late and then being quiet early. When you see the stringing the three hits together in the third, tied up there, hoping that that possibly could have sparked something when you start to get some results there. Yeah, obviously we get back in the game right there. They, you know, they Manny gets them up early. Uh, one nothing, and we're able to get that thing back on track right there to get it even, and it's kind of like a little bit of a do-over from the standpoint of you know we're back to even, uh, you know, and then Manny jumps them again, and we just weren't able to respond after that. And Aguilar specifically, he had in the first two games against Arizona, <coughs> part hits gets big hits in the in those seven inning rallies, and then ties it today. Just him coming up in big situations, even if the overall game result didn't go the way you guys wanted to. No, Jesus has been, I think he's, um, 
you know, he's, he's looked a lot more like himself probably the last 10 days. You know, you see his swing getting better, his takes are better. Um, yeah, he looks like he's on a lot of pitches. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's been coming, and he's, a, he's in a good spot. Seen, I guess, offensively, just guys pressing. Maybe just, you know, it's more of maybe the mental side of it now. Or I mean, you know, I, I you know, it's, I'm not a, not the head doctor. Uh, so, uh, but I think naturally, you know, guys that want to do well, they're they're gonna they're gonna try hard. And um, yeah, so you know, I have no problem with you know what we're trying to do. It's just a matter of. We just gotta, you know, break through this. Uh, I think that happens, uh, and usually when it happens, it happens as a group, and and all of a sudden we'll be putting runs up. Don, you've seen a little frustration with Solaire, and even for him in particular, he knows what he's capable of and kind of what he can do in long stretches. Are you seeing a little bit more frustration right now with him? Uh, probably a little bit, but nothing crazy. He's not chasing all over the zone. He's not, you know, he's still. <laughs> Looks like he's in his at bats, uh, playing good defense. Um, makes a nice play tonight. Um, so you know, honestly, Jorge. I mean, he's just basically coming off a little for me. Him and Abzil basically just coming off the ball a little early. Uh, and when they when they get that feel, then it's gonna it's gonna be dangerous. That was Donnie after the Marlins lost last night. We'll take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll hear from Jesus Lazardo, who was really darn good in Game One. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back with you on Marlins Rewind. Let's hear from Jesus Lazardo, who got hurt twice last night. Two long balls, two solo shots. The Manny Machado pitched really, really well. Unfortunately, he couldn't get himself a win. Jesus, outside of the two home runs to Machado, a fantastic outing for you. You went deep into the game. What allowed you to be so efficient? Uh, I feel like just really getting ahead and kind of filling up the zone um, allowed me to get deeper in the game. Uh, just kind of going after guys and following the plan of just um, you know, getting getting ahead and uh, letting them kind of be on their heels. Um, that was basically the plan. I feel like we executed it. For you personally, back-to-back starts, we've gone more than six innings. Um, how much does that mean for you, especially with how much the bullpen has been used over the last uh, week? Uh, yeah, I think it was huge. Um, just as a whole, uh, I think, you know, we struggled a little bit this time through the rotation. And I feel like I just, you know, I wanted to get us back on track. And, uh, you know, having Sandy and Pablo go in the next two days, um, you know, they're going to get their feedback under them and and pitch how they can pitch. So um, just wanted to to put out a good start, you know, kind of keep us deep into the game and and allow us to have a chance to win. Um, Unfortunately, you know, we didn't pull it out, but I feel like we gave gave ourselves that chance. You knew how hot Manny was obviously coming into the matchup. You're not a guy that's just going to back down and work around him. Can you take us through both of those at-bats and maybe what you were looking to do and ultimately what cost you in both those home runs? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, the first one was just really a bad breaking ball left over the plate. Um, just trying to look to, look to get ahead. Um, he definitely knew. I feel like, you know, he's a good enough hitter. And like you said, he's hot. He kind of looks for tendencies. Um, maybe, you know, he knew that I was going to go try to get ahead with the breaking ball there. But after that, I feel like I made a good pitch with the fastball in. Um, you know, obviously, he's a dangerous hitter. He's got quick hands. And, uh, you know, I feel like, you know, he's just hot and he got me. I, I really don't, you know, I, there's nothing much to say. Um, I didn't think it was a bad pitch. Uh, maybe it might have been the wrong pitch, but I just tip my cap and move on at that point. Your changeup, you got a lot of swing and miss with that today. What was working with that pitch specifically? I feel like just they haven't seen it as much. Um, you know, a lot of guys uh, really focus on the fastball and the breaking ball, and I hadn't been using the, uh, the changeup as much. And today was really, um, really effective. I feel like I was using my fastball a lot more, which at the end uh, helps the changeup out as well. Um, uh, your chemistry with Peyton Henry behind the plate, he caught you, I think, most of spring and then last couple starts. Just what's been, well, how has that chemistry been, building been? Uh, I think it's been, you know, important. And, uh, yeah, he does a great job back there. I know he does his homework and, and uh, you know, he works really hard. Um, I like him back there, uh, him and Stallings both. But, you know, like you said, I, I've worked with him a lot. And uh, I feel like, you know, I just have a lot of confidence in him and, and what he puts down back there. And whatever I throw, I know he's going to stop it. For that change, I was looking back at your prospect, like scouting report, and that used to be, I think, your like top secondary. Mm-hmm. What's, when did it sort of change where that slur kind of took over? Like, when was that transition? I would say probably double A, triple A. That's when my breaking ball really kind of took off. Um, about the same time, changeups always been there for me. I feel like I got away from it last year, and um, now I'm you know kind of mixing it back in this year. I uh, just want to use all three pitches and kind of keep all three in a mix. I'm curious, you had mentioned, I guess, last time you started that uh, kind of the off-season work, a lot of it getting stronger or whatever. Like, I think today you had the second fastest velo you've ever had. It just what was some of sort of that off-season work that you did to get to this point? Uh, I mean, I don't really think I changed anything in specific. Uh, I just feel like I was very dedicated to, you know, get like getting in the gym and, and taking care of my body and uh, not messing around. You know, didn't like travel as much. It was more of just like every day I was just focused on baseball, baseball, baseball. And, uh, you know, thankfully it paid off so far. Why? Was it because it just felt tough, I guess, 2021 was? Yeah, I just feel like, um, you know, I always like baseball's my life. Like I I take baseball very seriously, but uh, especially after last year, it was just such a punch in the mouth that I feel like I needed something had to change. And I feel like that's something that helped me. All right, so that was Jesus Lazardo after the Marlins' loss to the Padres last night. Game two of this series comes your way at 940 locally back home Eastern time tonight. For the Padres, the veteran right-hander Hugh Darvish. For the Marlins, the right-hander, the ace, Sandy Alcantara. Sandy looking to find a way to play stopper and snap this five-game losing streak. The Marlins now 12-13. and 9.40 first pitch, 9.10 airtime with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us in the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. 